On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Anybody want to take bets on what are the odds that I piss some people off in this episode? Hi, but I don't disagree. Hello. I don't disagree with what your take is going to be. Yeah, Jenny, Zach, Matt, and Heath obviously feeling a little spicy. Hey, as Brighton say, everything is spicy. It's like she. You want to cook me up potato, Daddy? Potato is spicy, Daddy. Spicy. Well, that's because I've been putting tapatio on her potatoes, which <laughs> so is it literally spicy. is spicy. Getting her started early. Yeah. My wife said honey was spicy the other day, and Excuse I was like, me. "Get out of what here!" Your wife. Yes, please pile on. I need to meet. <laughs> I need to meet your wife because she's like so the opposite. Like, <laughs> like I've never known a woman that that likes it freezing cold. Uh huh. Um, and I've never heard anybody say they thought honey was spicy. I, I could not I could not tease out the reason why she was saying. I'm like, what do you mean honey is spicy? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know, it's it's spicy to me. And I, I said, okay, I'm like, I whatever you're whatever you're calling spicy is completely different than what I would call spicy. <laughs> well, and I think the rest of the population <laughs> probably. I mean, any any second shotters out there that think honey is spicy, hit, hit us up. Credit where it's due. <laughs> second up. shot Facebook group. Yes. And <laughs> if you're one of them, I, this is this should be interesting. Credit where it's due. Megan is my favorite person to hang out with at parties. <laughs> the few the few times we've like. Like hung yeah. out together at social functions or work things or whatever. I'm always like, I'm gonna sit next to Megan, like totally, because yeah. she's oh, so she much She sounds fun. very interesting. She's awesome, <laughs> real, real talk. Like, it's, she's so cool. I, I mean that. Um, what so, up? Yeah. Well, uh, we got a headline. I guess we should say we should jump right into it. Let's uh, hear it. <laughs> this one's a little lighter than the next one. So Breaking format. Hang tight, second shot, gang. Here we go. Uh, arrogant son pushes BMW given to him into river because he wanted a Jaguar. <laughs> this is a story all the way from India. A video shows a car sinking beneath the water in a river in northern India that had to be pulled out using a crane. It's a Jaguar owned by a local man named Akash. That's the only name given here. It's a BMW, right? A BMW. A Beamer. That's right. A Apparently, a police official said the youth was arrogant and kept insisting that he be given a Jaguar as a BMW is a little small for him and his friends inside. The boy's father said, I wanted to give my son a birthday present. We could only afford to give him a BMW. He kept insisting that he be given a Jaguar. He said the vehicle was too small, but we thought he'll be okay. We never imagined he would do anything like this. He pushed a Beamer into a river because he wanted a Jaguar, Heath. You know what? I, I bet they did imagine he would do something like I was this. There's just no way say that. that this took them by surprise. If you have the kind of son, if you have raised the kind of son. No, if you have the pushes. lack of self-awareness as parents. Well, let me. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I bet this kid's internet famous. But besides that, yeah, this is not okay. You bet he's that's, internet yeah. famous. He I'm sure he is. launched a viral video career out of this, but this isn't all right. That's 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 <laughs> kind of the main thing. Uh, hot takes. What do we got? 
would you be okay with that with beating that kid <laughs> we've he, talked a lot, of, a lot about spanking you can't, you can't tell people to beat the kids on the podcast we I talked know. about if this if you push no. a BMW in the river because you wanted a Jaguar mm, it'd be rough um, be rough physically injuring them no um, changing the locks and telling them good luck absolutely yeah. absolutely because he's he's lost all sense of direction and all sense of where things come from I mean, at that point, you're pulling out all the stops. You like call the local police. Like, can you put him under arrest for 24 hours or something? Like, so I can just stay away from him. Like, what, what do we have to do to make sure he understands how not okay this was? Well, the parents obviously have a. They have a hundred percent caused this because them saying we had no idea he would do this is. I mean, a kid doesn't just do that, and he had literally no shot of ever doing that, right? I mean, would you agree? Yes. I mean that that was definitely well known that your kid is a. And you have no idea. That's I mean, yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of my first takeaway from this. Like, I I don't get angry when I see the story. I just feel sad. Like, I just there, there's so much miscommunication and opportunity apparently in this family. Like, clearly. And now there's money that has gone into this. And this probably isn't the first instant like this, right? This isn't the first BMW that's been pushed into a river. If you know what I mean. Um, but it just bums me out that that's like a reality that people could be so disconnected from each other that like a father and and a mother could not understand their son in such a way that and their son not understand them that like this is how they act towards each other that really bums me out. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting. I know, I, second I know take. it's a downer, the, but like no, no, no. Uh, but like the lack of connection between the people yeah. living under one roof. Yeah. Um. When when I heard this, I took kind of an abstract view, thinking about okay, so what he's saying, his complaint is this is not what I need. Like this is not so. I want a what? What car? He wanted a Jaguar. He wanted a Jaguar, but he was gifted a BMW. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Um, <laughs> and and so it made me think. And like I said, in a more abstract sense, second shot sense, we just keep complaining. We always, you know, I think it's kind of like a natural thing to just keep complaining about what we have and what we don't have instead of going out and figuring it out ourselves. So for example, like you accept a job and this is the hours and this is the routine and this is what you're getting and and, and you just trash that job. Like you do poorly at it. You don't meet expectations because you're mad about the circumstances yep. instead of saying, this is not what I want. I'm not going to trash this and ruin it for everybody else. I'm going to move on and get myself the Jaguar job that I want. Or whatever the situation. Same thing in relationships. I think people can have a relationship that's not really working for them and they're mad about the way that it is because it's not what they want. And instead of exiting, they trash it. They ruin it. They make it even worse for themselves and everybody else around them. And then you come out looking like this kid did. You come out looking like a jerk. Mm. Instead of saying... Hey, I'm going to exit. This isn't for me. I'm going to exit and get my own thing. I'm going to get the relationship that's meant for me or the yeah. job that's meant for me. What if What if the deal had been, hey, look, I understand this is what you want. I mean, I don't know what this family dynamic is. Clearly, like they've got some. They've amount got of, some cash. They've got some amount of money, and they've and and there's a there's a conversation to be had about earned versus unearned, and you know what you appreciate versus you know if you really worked for it, but. Um, could the conversation have been, look, son, I know that you're really wanting this Jaguar. I can't afford it right now, or that doesn't seem like a good expense, but I'm going to get you this. And if you want to take this car and use it to get to work or use it to do something, and if you can earn a certain amount of money, then you have all rights to sell that car whenever you're ready and go get the thing that you want. Totally. Uh, or, or whatever. Like, could could you have reframed this? And, and who knows? I mean, like, it doesn't sound like that kid would be okay with that either. But, you know, like, there are other ways to go about it between uh, other than just simply 
um, you know, having to accept the thing you don't want in 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 favor of of the mm-hmm. or and destroy the thing you don't want versus not getting the thing that you do. You know, you can you can find a way around it, right? Yeah, it makes me think about exhausting resources too. Yeah. Um, like like however old he is, he's maybe got a couple more years under his parents' roof. Maybe you know they're going to continue to support him through his twenties. Who knows? Um, but eventually, those resources will run out, just like they do for all of us with our connections and our friendships and our opportunities. Um, so if you go through life trashing things, like it's going to run out. Yeah, yeah, and I think this kid, right? Like a lot of kids in high school, like clearly he feels invincible. Like, I, I will have another car at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, things will work out for me. This won't be the last BMW I have or a thing. Like, he feels like this is something he can waste. And, like, I think it's easy a lot of times for people to feel that way. To get comfortable. To feel like, oh, man, I, I have everything going for me. And I'm in this great position where my parents are paying for my car. Or I have a great job that's working out. And I, I'm invincible. Nothing can go wrong. Everything's great in my life. Like... And it, it like it's that arrogance that can really push you the other way and can end up being like your downfall. I think. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, arrogance is always the downfall to a lot. I mean, the Roman Empire failed. the The greatest empire that would never fail failed because of arrogance mm-hmm. and and way too much of it. And you know, this kid. You know, I, this was. <laughs> I loved your second shot on it, by the way, Jenny. Thanks, and, babe. and I also want to know what would be funny. What was everybody's first car? Ooh. Okay. Oh. What was your first car? Um, a Ford Escort that I bought $850 cash money. Cash money money. Um, it was silver, and um, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing to say. I have such little knowledge on cars, and my family didn't, never had fancy cars. We always had a station wagon, and just, um, like, I thought it was a sports car. <laughs> Ford <laughs> I Escort? Was, I you thought it was, like, go. sporty. It right. was sporty looking. It wasn't super long. It didn't hold 10 kids. <laughs> Um, so I remember thinking it was kind of sporty and kind of sports car, and it had a huge gash in the back, like a dent, but that's why it was only $850, and I was able to pay for it right then. And um, and eventually, one of the, you know, the driver's side door wouldn't open, so you'd crawl in from the passenger side. Um, but I loved that car. It was, I just felt like the side that wasn't crashed was so chic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, a like, Ford Escort is a sport car. I, yeah. That's the first time right. I heard <laughs> It was sporty. <laughs> it was sporty. I, mine was 12 years old, 11 or 12, 1983 Dodge D50. Paid $350 for it. Oh, you got a bargain, babe. I think mine was an 82. So oh, really? ours were like around the same Pound it. same era of which the year I was born. <laughs> you had to park it on a hill most times because you had to push it off and it was a standard. So you had to jump it off because it wouldn't crank very yep. often. But hey. uh, mine was a 2000 uh, Toyota Corolla, which I realized dates me to seem like that was a new car. But no, this was my mom's car originally that was handed down to my sister and then me. So this was like third generation in our family. Oh, and this still. thing crank windows peel and paint it was awful and i loved it because i was like, like it's car to me. four wheels and a seat and <laughs> yeah. it's opportunity and i could go anywhere with that thing i loved it um, great gas but man it was so, it was yeah. so wait beat. did yeah. you guys have power steering mm, uh, we, i did yeah probably not, not on the dodge yeah. not on d50 yeah no. i think we both had there was no power steering in those 80 cars from the 80s you had to gave want you it. some arm muscles it's right yeah, yeah. you had yeah. to earn it uh, mine was an 87 F-150. Uh, came with, when we moved out to a farm, it was the farm truck there. So they oh, just kind of cool. sold it with the farm. And uh, it was about the time that I started driving, so it became mine. Uh, two-tone, dark brown and light brown. Um, had horses, horse decals on the back windows. 
and a bench seat and uh, anybody who's lived in the yeah, country. Yeah, shotgun rack in the back window? It didn't have a shotgun rack. No, it did not have that. Um, but it was, you know, out in Springtown, there's a lot of dirt roads. And let me tell you, a, a truck is a lot of fun to drive on a dirt road because that back end is real light. And you can get going on oh, yeah. those dirt roads. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can you can come around those corners. And I, I miss that truck even still today just because, um, I don't know, it was just a handy little truck mm-hmm. to get around in. I, I, I really loved it. That's, that's I, I love that the fact that all of us really you know I'm I'm pretty sad that none of us got a Jaguar or a BMW for <laughs> yeah. cars. Yeah, so I guess the point is he had a I mean he had I had a sports car just like he did. Yeah, right, exactly. oh, you know, yeah. like yeah. I had right. you just didn't push I it off in the water. My sure. sports car, I just did not push it off in the water. Probably because I paid for it with my own money from my job at Taco Bell. If I didn't make you mad talking about beating on this one, the next segment I'll probably piss you off too. So we'll be back in a minute for the second segment of Second Shot. makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Quick break to tell you about mm, one of my favorite books, written by my uh, podcast co-host and my husband. So, the book is called Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success. So this is a story of basically my husband's journey from being someone who barely graduated from high school, did not finish college, didn't have any real formal education in the business world, and how he went to become one of the top executives at his company. And it's just it's just a fun, inspiring story. If you have somebody who is maybe getting ready to start a new school year or starting a new job or something like that, this is just a good inspiration read for them. A lot of my adult friends have enjoyed it too. And I just had to shout him out and tell you guys about the book. So you can get it on Amazon. You just search Ignorance on Fire. Or if you prefer the audio version, he will be reading it to you in his Texas accent. It is on audible.com. Again, just search Ignorance on Fire. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. <laughs> you know, what? we were talking about the other day whenever Brighton, she will, um, I know, we're, we're probably really annoying people. People like hate hearing about Brighton yeah. at this point. We talk about her so much. I They're love like, hearing about Brighton. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to but hear But anyway, more. let's just she's tell like them more. singing all of her songs and stuff, and now she's going to the school and, and things of like that. And I can't get her to tell me anything about school. Like she's when I come two. home, I'm like, tell me about school. Yeah, but she can tell me about other stuff, but she won't. She on all she says, nap mat, nap, nap mat. That's all she talks well, about. Like the most she only thing. has. Sounds like she my fiance. <laughs> she only has one complete sentence. Well, she's got a couple, but her primary complete sentence at this point is. <laughs> Mommy, turn on AC, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a true Texas child. It's yeah, a hundred degree yeah. She's heat. not feeling that 78 degrees nonsense. <laughs> Mommy, turn on AC, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We've Air got another roommate for yeah. you, Matt. Exactly. Yeah, she likes the AC on. One, one, time, one time putting her on in the car, putting her in the car, I was, you know, uh, I said, Mommy's going to turn the AC on because it was really hot in the car. And so now ever since, that's, yeah. she go to put her in the car, it's like, turn the AC on? 
Mommy, turn AC on, please. Turn AC on. And and we've been really working on manners, and so I'll remind her sometimes. You, she'll say please with that one always, but certain other things when she's asking her, she really has a sense of immediacy. She needs it right then. She'll forget to say please, and I'll say right and use your manners, and she'll go, "Mommy, manners." Yeah. Like, you know, she hasn't connected that like manners means the please and thank you yeah. and uh, ma'am and sir and everything like that. Mm. Well, speaking, speaking of ma'am and sir yeah. and all that. Right. Speaking of manners, yeah. Uh, elderly couple shocked by waitresses appalling message on receipt. An elderly couple have spoken of their disgust after a hotel waiter described them as old people on their drinks bill. Uh, <laughs> Phyllis and Robert Hidden noticed the terrible wording on their receipt after enjoying a lunchtime Ooh. drink and a bite to eat last month. Let me clarify for anybody who can't see the image uh, on our video. Can you pull the image up and show me uh, on the video? I, you know, in a, very, I in a very clumsy way, I think Matt's got it. Okay, yeah, Matt's I, got I, I can, it. I'll, I'll remember to get that in. Really, what it, what it was is on the receipt when you list like a table number, what would normally be a table number, instead of table 12 or table 14 for a server, their table was listed as old people in all caps. Uh, which was a little bit of a problem for them. Uh, the wife said, I thought nothing of it at first until my husband pointed it out to me and then I was shaking with temper. I was incensed. This is appalling behavior. It's a terrible thing to label people like that. Uh, it should be a table of numbers. You should be na- making note of not labeling customers. Age shouldn't be what defines you. Uh, and she said, had I received an apology in this instance, I would have let it go. Um, but they were just super upset and didn't get an apology until a month after their call. Uh <laughs> Second shot on this. Hot takes. I can't wait to hear. We them. have some food service workers in here. Right? Uh, yeah, former. I did. I waited tables forever. I, yeah, I did for a hot minute. Uh, I, I never made it to being able to serve the tables. I had the Taco Bell career, <laughs> and then was a cocktail waitress, a terrible one because I didn't even know like how to open wine. how to open right. a bottle of wine. I didn't know what was shaken or. Uh, what's the other way? I don't know. Stirred I, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I was a host and yeah, never qualified to be a waiter. I, I never never graduated to waiter. So, bummer. Anyway, I'm not bitter about that. Uh, so, what do we think about this? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have the link in the show notes, right? So, you can yes. go yes. look and see. I mean, here's the fact. These people are old. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, they're old. Uh-huh. Is that... Why, why is that... You know, it's like... um uh, they didn't want to say that, but you know how many times those older people sit there whenever I'm a young kid being young going, well, you're really young. Okay, so should I take offense to that because I'm young? Like, that's insane to me. Here's where I would feel different. If they f- said how horrible their service was and they felt like they were being discriminated because they were old and then they saw that, okay. But guess what? They obviously had a decent time there because that wasn't the issue. Right. But here's the fact. That's not labeling and judging. They said a fact. They're old. <laughs> and they put old people. Why do you have to be offended by that? I'm, I'm just, I don't. Yeah. It's like if somebody goes, uh, you know, you labeled me as a white dude. Oh, I'm offended. No, I'm white. Why, why should I be offended over that? I'm so sick of it. Yeah. Okay. Again, if you felt discriminated because of. Sure, you're like old, white, you're not black, getting a job yeah, because of it, or you're getting poor that service can, because of it. All yeah. of those, but there was things. nothing in this story that there was an issue with any of their service. It was just after they realized on the receipt they were labeled as exactly what they are, which is old. So yeah, right, because um, people wouldn't be, for example, offended if they wrote children. Yeah, right, or yeah, kids, kids or table a group wouldn't of, be offended. Group of yeah. ladies. Yeah. Um, these people, were, and, and this is obvious, obviously. Uh, a lot of people think that this is offensive because it's become a story and it's become this whole thing. And often Heath and I have different second shots on stories and we kind of had the same takeaway on this. I kind of thought the same thing. Like, well, I mean, 
you know, they're, they're trying to figure out which table is which, and you yeah. just write down a quick defining characteristic. Yeah. I, I don't know, or I don't know where in the world we got that old in and of itself was bad. So I don't want to get too deep into the, the story itself. When I take a second shot on that, it made me think about what are the little things that people say to me that are not offensive that I'm taking offense to. That sure. they're just using, um, and I'm like, and I've said this before a million times. I'm a, like a naturally a very thin-skinned person, pretty sensitive. I, I read a lot into what people say, and I'm very, I, I contemplate what people say a lot, and I, I think a lot about what the meaning is behind it. Yes, she does. I do, and I don't <laughs> think that's all bad. But when it comes to like what they're saying about me personally, in, in terms of things that don't matter, like you got to move on. You got to stop. Oh, okay, well they called me old. Okay, right. Well, yeah. maybe I am. You know, and, and is that bad? Like that—that's well, not necessarily a bad thing. So my second shot on that is, what are the things that were someone else is just saying and doesn't mean anything hurtful by it, but yet I'm letting it eat away at me, and I'm let you know I'm letting it eat away on my ability to thrive and be passionate and be happy and succeed in the world. Like, uh, you know, I think it was just a reminder: cut those things out. I think it also says a lot more about your own insecurities than it does the other, sure. the other person. Because if someone hasn't worked in, in a restaurant setting, then, I mean, this is this is common, right? Like, to note on a on a ticket, like, some sort of defining factor. If it's not a table number, then you say, the guy in the red shirt, or the group of, mm-hmm. like you said, the group of, of ladies. So they may have been the only older couple in the bar or in the restaurant at that time. So it, it had to s- be, because that's how he described it. So right. there wouldn't, he wouldn't have three old tables and then name old people, you know? <laughs> right. So you just, you just write that in real quick. And I think people maybe don't think about the fact that this shows up on the customer receipt. And, yeah. and maybe you should think a little bit yeah. harder about what you're writing down. And but But it wasn't meant as a judgment. It was meant as a this is the this is the characteristic of you that is easy for anybody to go out there and say, oh, it's the table of two older people. But again, like that's 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 it. But it, like, do how you have some, some sort of sense of judge, or do you have some sort of insecurity about being older, or do you have some sort of insecurity about whatever? Right. Yeah. But but how what are is, the insecurities? How have we gotten to a place that people automatically just start using the word judging when it's a fact? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure. Like it's not judging when it's a fact. Like okay, if somebody goes, that person called me young kid and you're 12 well i mean that's a fact that's not judging they're not judging a book by its cover when the cover is yeah. clearly what it all is like i i don't understand why how we got there yeah it's it's to me one of those things that's lost in translation of like text right it's like getting an email from somebody and you way over analyze it and you're like wait why did they use an exclamation there instead of a mm-hmm. period what is that supposed to mean <laughs> you know what i mean and when when i see something like this if i was the person sitting at the table i would definitely i would definitely second guess it because i'm i'm that way I, I would look at this and be like they had to take the time to open up a keyboard and type o l d p e o versus like a number that's, 12 or whatever like, that's like it's the, so much more trouble and work but like you're absolutely right this is so surface you know it's it's not even deep enough to say like the nice people at table 12 or kim and robert or whatever their names are it's just a very quick waiter like say or waitress in this case saying hey that table old done yeah, on my way yeah i'm right. moving on anybody can thing. read that and know what i'm saying yeah like i, I really don't think there's any offense in it i hope anyway well uh, whenever i uh, really thought about it i thought about you know when you talk about my second shot on it was really um Almost, it very lines up with what everybody's talking about almost so far on it is that the things that if we are letting if we're getting bullied around in work and in school or whatever right like like the thing is the people who do a bullying of any sort or or, or push people around 
they're usually the most insecure people in the world. That's the whole reason they're doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you ever feel like you're getting kind of bullied at work where you feel like people are, like, taking advantage of you or they're, or they're picking at you or you're at school and people are just – if you feel kind of bullied in any way, the best way to do it is to own whatever it is that you are and own that, laugh back at that, and that takes the power away. So, right. like, for instance, own that you're old, okay, and you don't get offended over you being called an old people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old – and I always got, when I started in business and, and doing stuff that it was really professional, like insurance at nineteen twenty. okay? Most people would say, you better have a lot more years of experience before you're trying to give to handle people's insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing was, is I, I turned the young thing into a positive of being the young hustler out there and, and just owned that. And I would always crack a joke right off the top. I know I'm really old or something, right? And I would, mm. I would let that burden off. I would, I would so make that, fun you of... you kind of like make fun of the elephant in the room yes. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I would make fun of that elephant in the room. Um, and, and then I knew there was nothing I could do about it, so I was okay. So if I could, if I could just go ahead and edge it off, right, like, like throw it out there, then it would take that edge off. The elephant would be gone, etc. So if you're in... Um, if you're if you're sitting in those situations where you feel like you are um, being labeled as a certain thing, and you know, just own that you are that, and then just go out there and own it, because then you take the power away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, put that as something that you laugh about, have fun about, because anybody that is somebody that is attacking you for that is somebody so full of insecurities that you should almost just feel very sad for those people instead of being mad at them, because they're so full of insecurities that you just can't imagine what it's like because it's the only type of people who attack others. So I I just feel like if you get confident in owning your own skin and owning who you are, owning your flaws, owning your great things, and then if you kind of head them off with people, then you take the power away. Love it. No, real quick, because I know we're about at the end of the segment. Any advice for the the, the waitress who who I'm sure feels horrible and might have gotten fired over this? Like, obviously, she did not mean for this to build up and to be a whole thing. Like... No, I guess what's going to be on your table receipts. I would say know no. what year you're living in. Yeah, I would say just you know what, know what you're you're living in, and know people that are if sensitive. you, yeah, people yeah. are sensitive, and 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 even though you know that you, she probably had the best of intentions, yeah, I mean, get a different system or something like that. Yeah. Um, or she can say, I own who I am. They are old. I was meaning nothing offensive by it. If they're offended by being called old, then maybe they need to look internally. But I'm just saying, if it was me, I'd be like, okay, it is 2019. We don't get to, you right. know, we don't get to put any sort of labels on people, and we do table numbers from here on out. Yeah, because <laughs> whatever whatever hotel chain this was, I'm sure sold her down the river. Right? They were like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah she's bye-bye. out. Yeah, done. No. Like, find yourself a new job. And like, obviously, she never intended for that to happen. This is much more horrifying thing for her than it was the people. But you're right. I, I can't walk away from this and think, okay, well, this isn't exclusively on the old people. There is a little bit of blame on the woman who typed that in so i don't know it's Look, a weird second shot but i love if, it if you are pos systems which is what these are that create these receipts and stuff y- y'all all need to go in there and just knock this part off where like nobody <laughs> yeah. ever even sees it yeah. don't you take know. that off the customer receipt come on yeah like what? this is, should be a simple thing to do um because that just seems crazy to me and, and and like jenny just said you know guys people own it. Own who you are and stop letting others get to you so dead gum much. We'll be back in a minute on the third dead segment gum. of Second dead Shot. Gum. <laughs> now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come.
Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, we've told you guys about it for, for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around. But, but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month, and if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's Ogre. It's O-G-R-E. So E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. off your boots or suit up the choice is yours welcome back to second shot on rncn i'm trying to come in and do an intro and jenny puts in my face pictures of brighton at school and i'm like lose all of my train of thought well there's this super cool app that a lot of the um preschools and parents day outs and programs and stuff use and they send pictures of the kids throughout the day so that once you drop them off you still can't focus (laughs) when they're with you you can't focus and when they're gone from you you cannot focus i I don't mean this in a disparaging way but i'm sorry but but being a pet owner the first thing i thought of was when you take your dog to date to doggy daycare they have like you can oh, tune totally. in and watch your animals all day run around and i i don't mean that as He's a trying to no, us. not disparaging and i'm with you and yes. we have a security system for the sole purpose of monitoring charlie so yes yeah it is the same thing <laughs> <laughs> it's nice though it's because they'll send you little updates and be like here's what here's what they did today oh that's so sweet yeah. i love that that is nice. At least you can see it now. I remember back in the day when my sister was working at a vet clinic back in high school. Like, they just had to write things on a sheet of paper and give it to them. And I was like, are those ever real? She's like, no. Like, yeah. the dog didn't oh. actually do a cool trick or anything. Like, we just write it on there because we want them to feel good. <laughs> no. And what would they know? Like, yeah. No, their dog was miserable because they're in daycare all day. But at least now you can yeah. see your dog. And, like, you know. You can, you know Zach oh is on gosh. fire Zach today. Zach is so on, on fire today. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I drank well, a big coffee. You know, I'm shaming everybody right now. The rating and reviews you can also we're now on spotify um and and that's basically the, was like the last one standing that we're not on i mean you can get us on anywhere and so we're anywhere on you I are heart radio you guys how cool is that yeah, yeah. you're everywhere so I you can go radio. and leave us a rating review at any of them second at gmail.com you can send us an email with any questions you got or if you're just in the second shot facebook group you can always post something in there and, and join that community uh, of people that are all kind of bounded together, like asking some similar stuff, and 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 obviously all have similar likes and stuff. Yeah, it's and a very cool crew in there. Yeah, super secret Facebook group. Super, super secret. Super secret. I worry people think that's actually super secret. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that we broadcast it to thousands of people yeah. each week. <laughs> but also you can also say, share it with people. Right. Come on, folks. Yeah, yeah. and I also want to say if you're watching this on Facebook right now, cool, awesome, thank you, fun to have you. This is sort of the behind the scenes. In order to actually be 
looped in with a podcast and get the episodes each week, you have to go to a podcast platform, meaning, um, and all of these are free, by the way, mm-hmm. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all of those. You have to go to one of those and hit subscribe, and then the new episodes come out every week, every Friday at 4 p.m. You don't even have to think about it. They'll just show up. That's right. <laughs> we'll just be there with you all weekend long. It'll yep. be so fun. Yeah. Should we do the question of the week? Yes. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay, so th- um, this has been one that all of us have been talking about as we, again, the the goal with this podcast is just make you think about things a little bit differently, hopefully up-level your life, give you something positive to think about um, in the midst of, you know, what can be a, a challenging world. So we're asking you to share with us, what is your natural gift or superpower? So like, what is, and, and, and Zach, you brought this up because you were talking about um, a video or something that you saw yeah. with Will Smith. Yeah, uh, Will Smith, the motivational speaker and rapper extraordinaire, uh, was talking <laughs> motivational about Motivational speaker is the first part right. of his title. Uh, yeah, yeah, an he, actor, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was doing a video a, a long time ago, I guess, and I, I saw this on Facebook about what is your what is your trait that is better than everybody else's? And he said, if you put me on a treadmill, I'm willing to die on the treadmill. I, I will outwork everybody. Like, I, I may not be the most talented or the strongest or the smartest or the funniest but if if it comes down to the long run the the marathon i will win like i may not be the fastest but i will outrun you eventually he's basically saying his superpower is outlasting anybody yes like i will get there i'm willing to put in the work until there's nothing left really um which means a lot yeah and so i was curious how do we feel about that do we have anything like that anything we're willing to die for uh not quite that drastic but um for me i think the first thing i think of is I, I know the word probably isn't resourcefulness, but he said something a long time ago that mm-hmm. it's kind of resonated with me ever since. He said, you know, I started waiting tables. If everything else fell through my life, I could go wait tables. I would make rent. And that's that's how I've always felt. Like, I started working at the movies. If everything else fell to the wayside, if, if the whole world collapsed, I would go find a job running movies or waiting tables like go back to something I know how to do because no matter what I will make it Mm. I will never just be in a spot where like well I just don't know what to do now I don't have any options there's always options Mm -hmm. and I'll figure one out you know Um, that's I guess my thing yeah no that's great yeah I, I love that and I love the confidence in that because it takes away the fear component big time yeah that's awesome. What about you, Matt? What is your superpower? My superpower, huh? Well, um, I might say it's, I don't know, humility. I'm the greatest and best <laughs> at being go. humble. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably my Somebody superpower. Somebody has to be. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I think he's joking there. Um, but <laughs> we think we're not sure. You know what that makes you think of? Like interviewing, like I was interviewing bunches of uh, people for, for a couple big jobs uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I always, I always like to ask the question of like, hey, um, what, what would your, what if I ask people who, who didn't like you? Um, what your biggest weakness was, okay? And I swear I to you, I work too hard. I swear, right. and oh. Don't yeah. Look, I'm literally Did not they even. Say that? There's people that they all really say the most, like, oh, I'm I'm too strong at humble, mm-hmm. or I'm like I work too hard, or I put too, and I just want to reach across the table and go. Be I know what honest. you're doing. Just tell me the truth, and yeah. you're right. I don't believe a thing now. I don't believe it. Be honest. With people, and so if you're interviewing and anybody asks you something, do not say, "I'm the hardest worker." You know the. the What's that, your worst trait? I work all day, every day. Yes, yeah. I, can I work too hard. Not, I love my boss more than anybody else. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> stand those answers. So there's my little tirade. <laughs> okay, well, I, th- I think my my actual answer might be something like. Um, <clears throat> 
I'm tenacious in in the sense of like I like to problem solve. So like I I oh that's I have an great analytical mind mm-hmm. and I like to look at something like if there's something out there that I know could have a solution but I just don't know what it is. I will work on that problem until I figure it out and. For me, that's fun. Like, I like the process of, like, going through the steps and figuring things out one by one. And I think that's part of the reason why I like working here is because there's always something broken. And uh-huh. so I always get the opportunity <laughs> to be like, okay, something's broken. Why is, it, why is it broken? And what steps can I take to fix it? And then when I'm done with it, I think I, that makes me feel very accomplished. So for me... Um, yeah, my yeah, like I just have I just have the want and desire to like look at those problems and say we'll figure out a solution and then and then get there and do it. That's an excellent superpower. I love that. What about you, babe? I would say mine would be wrapped around racing or operating kind of machinery in general. So like like it was kind of like if I was the kid like if oh if, yes this is I definitely raced a motocross when I was a kid yeah. and stuff and you know never took it seriously. But if we went anywhere, I placed and and everything, but never really tried that hard. And when I gave up racing for football, which football, no matter if I put 20 million hours in, I was never going to be the best at it, okay? Like, there was hands down not. And I look back and think if I, you know, I mean, because I got my pilot's license, I can drive any, I can operate any piece of machinery or vehicle you put in front of me. I will figure any of them out really quickly. It's just a natural inclination. So, like, if I would have um, start, if I would have focused on that and actually took it seriously instead of football, like I, I, I could, I, I believe it's one of those things that if I'd have put the ten thousand hours in, mm-hmm. I could actually be one of the top at of something. I could be married to a race car driver. Oh, yeah. That. Oh man. That's kind of cool. <laughs> no, I would. Ha- I got a lot of work I would have to put in. It's just <laughs> yeah, one of those. I, I, I just think it's a natural it thing totally that if is. I worked I think that point. really hard, yeah. that that I could really be at an epic level. Unlike no matter how hard I work at football, I would never be at an epic level. I like it. What about yours? <sighs> I don't know. Right. You asked the question. Right. I, I, the but see, that's I would my have superpower. That you of all people that my superpower is asking other people, encouraging other people, saying that's a good superpower. I'm glad you have that. Wow, yeah. that's a great point. I think that's that kind probably of like the, is I'll my work too hard answer. <laughs> no, no, I'm just no. Um, okay, I have excellent muscle memory. I still remember my um, eighth grade cheerleading tryout dance. Is that a superpower that helps you in life? Absolutely not, but I definitely have it. Um, and I would say, let's see. Um, this is so lame, but it's so true. Like, I'm reliable. I show up. I'm, you know, I'm going to be on time. I'm a good friend. I'm not going to forget your birthday. I'm going to be there for you. I'm, you know, like work relationships, things like that. I'm very reliable. That is not sexy. That is not cool. Um, but it does <laughs> work for me in the long haul. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think that it is works a superpower, for anybody. Though, yeah. That is absolutely yeah. super because not enough people are these days. And I think <clears throat> I have, like, I have mental toughness to not like to do things that I don't actually want to do. Yeah. You know, getting up at, at the alarm, things like that. Like I said, not sexy or cool, but the, but that's it. You're committed so, to your goals. Yeah. So what's your superpower, people? What's your special trait? What's that thing that you look that, that you can have that little trait with that can um, is kind of a natural thing for you? Share it in the Second Shot Facebook group. I hope it's Share leaving this. a review. I hope that's oh, yeah, your yeah. superpower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be a great one. Um, Let's see who those people are. Yeah. Where can we find you? JennyAnchondo.com on Instagram at JennyAnchondo. And again, the Second Shot Instagram page is Second Shot Podcast, spelling out the word second. Uh, Apple at Apple Zacintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, what river did you push your first car into? <laughs> Hit us up at facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Let us know. 
uh, Matt Stoker one on Instagram and on the uh, Facebook group, the Second Shot Facebook group. You'll find me posting new episodes each week. So catch the video version as they come out. Guys at Heathokes at Eagles on Fire, wherever you can find me it on all the social media stuff. I love you and we'll see you next time.